Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances, well, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, we've been talking a lot about the wealth transfer, and we've talked about the fact that we need to have some protection in place so that when finances come through our hands, they don't just slip out the other end unless we mean them to. We want to make sure that we have a great defense because that allows us to play offense. You know, a lot of times people will come into my office and say, Crystal, I'm ready. I want to take all kinds of risks and I want to have huge returns. And I say, well, don't we all? I mean, no, we all don't want the risk, but we all want the huge returns, it seems like. But here's the way I look at it when it comes to investing. And this is why I think it needs to be a more holistic view is I don't believe that we can go take all these risks, even calculated risks, if we're banking everything on, boy, whatever I put in place, it's got to work for me. I don't think that's how investing should be done. We want to make sure that if we are going to take a calculated risk, we want to make sure that we have a foundation someplace else of money, that if the investment was not to work out, because we do have highs and lows, and if it was to go down, we want to make sure that you're still sleeping at night because, hey, you can go someplace else, right, in the other bucket we've created, and you can get finances from there. That way, you can be comfortable taking risk. That way, you can be comfortable saying, you know what, I see an opportunity, but I'm not going to bet everything on it. I'm going to make sure that I've put in a holistic plan that takes care of everything. And that's why we've talked a lot the last four weeks about making sure that we have that foundation in place. One of the things we talked about is we talked about long-term health care, and we spent a lot of time there. And I do encourage you, if you haven't seen those programs, to go back the past four weeks on our Crystal Clear Finances YouTube channel and watch them. Because there are statistics out there of showing the impact of not having long-term health care in place, of showing what if there is medical bills that just keep piling up. How do we handle that? And long-term health care, for some people, is the right answer. So we talked about long-term health care. We talked about, oh no, <laughs> what if I'm one of those people that either I'm too old to get long-term health care and it's no longer affordable or it's no longer available? Or hey, what if you just are uninsurable? Well, they now have solutions out there in the market where you can literally pay and say, I'm just going to pay for a certain amount of hours for people to come into my home to help take care of me. So we talked about that. And we also talked about a new hybrid. And I shouldn't say new. It's really been growing for some time now, which has been at the request of many of you who have said, I like the long-term healthcare idea. That seems to work, but Crystal, what if I never use it? And you know, that's like that catch-22. You want to be so healthy, right? Superman, superwoman, and never need your long-term health care insurance. But it's always good to have it, kind of like car insurance. You never want to be in that accident. But boy, if you are, you are so glad you've put that in place. And the life insurance and the long-term health care companies, the insurance companies, have heard that concern. And so they said, well, let's make hybrid policies. Let's make it where someone can put money into a life insurance policy. And if they need it 
for qualified long-term health care expenses, we can have them use it for that. And if they don't need it, well, then they can have it as a death benefit. So it's a win-win in the sense that you don't lose the money because that's what I hear the concern is, oh, if I put the money in and don't need it, I've lost it all. But there's answers for that. And I encourage you either go back, listen to those programs, or feel free to give our office a call, 518-433-7181. Schedule a time to sit down with myself, or you can sit down with my son, George V, and let's go over long-term health care to see if it's a right part of a holistic strategy for you. Now, speaking of strategy, that was a great segue, because that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about strategies when it comes to not only, yes, creating a foundation and making sure everything's secure and making sure there's money you can tap into when the market's down, but I also want to have money that's not just defensive. I want it so that it can be for offense. What if those opportunities come? I want to be able to say, hey, I know right where to get that money so that I can take advantage of that opportunity. And hopefully, if that opportunity takes off, well, then once you sell it or you're able to reap a reward on it, you can put some of that money back into the foundation so that you're ready for the next opportunity. Now, to do this, we have to kind of understand strategies. And I think a lot of times people say, yep, I like that idea. Tell me what product I need to buy, Crystal, and then they're done. But that's not how strategy works. First, we have to understand how to put the pieces together. Then we can dive down and we've got to find out, well, what's right for you? Now, as we talk today, and we're going to go over what I call the private reserve strategy, and for those joining on YouTube, we're going to be able to show visually a lot of demonstrations with it. But don't worry, for those of you on radio, I will talk you through the scenarios because it's important we understand how it works and then sit down with a financial advisor to find out which steps are right for you. Now, obviously, because I love to talk about this strategy, I would love you to come to Crystal Clear Finances and have a free initial consultation. And let's see if we can find the right strategy for you. But if you are working with someone who is qualified, you're working with someone who you have a great working relationship with, then I would encourage you, go talk to them about this. You know, just the other day, we had our Timeless Truths for Investing seminar. And it was a great turnout. We enjoyed ourselves. Even Tide was here. We had free coffee mugs. We had all kinds of things going on. And a wonderful woman came up and she said to me, I would love to work with you, which is exactly what I would want to hear. And I said, oh, that's great. Are you working with an advisor right now? And she says, oh, I am. And I love him. He is wonderful. We're great friends. And I said, well, then let me ask you something. Do you feel he's not giving you good advice? Do you feel insecure or unsure is the better word to use there about what he's saying? And she's like, oh no, I absolutely love what he's doing. I've worked with him for like 20 years. I'm like, then why would you leave? So understand, as we provide information on Crystal Clear Finances, we believe that there are a lot of good financial advisors out there. And our goal is really to help wake a nation up to say, hey, how about we all start ha handling finances good? And if we're all doing our part, I think there's enough people that can connect with the right advisors that God will send the ones that are right for me. So hopefully if you're listening to this and you're like, I'd like to work with her, great. But then there's gonna be some of you listening and say, hey, I got a guy, I got a gal. Well, then keep working with them, but take these ideas and say, 
Have you heard of the private reserve strategy? Have you heard about things called wealth transfers? And not the wealth transfer we're talking about where the money's coming to us, oh, those are fun, but the wealth transfer where, oops, the money's transferring away from us unknowingly and unnecessarily. So we wanna make sure that you're walking away with these nuggets so that you can be implementing strategies in the right way for you. So let me start because what I'd like to do is I wanna give you the official definition of the private reserve strategy. And this is something, like I said, we have used in our office over and over, seen clients just prosper because of this. And again, it's individualized to each person and their definition of prosper is probably different, different than your definition, just for compliance purposes, wanted to put that out there. All right, so here's the definition. So the private reserve strategy is a strategy that's designed to help develop or improve one's financial position by avoiding or minimizing wealth transfers where possible, and then helping them accumulate a pool of capital, you know, a pool of resources that provides accessibility, control, and I love this last part, uninterrupted compounding interest. So let me just break that apart because a lot of times we're looking for the right investment, we're looking for the right savings account, the right CDs, and we forget what is the strategy that's motivating this? What is it that we need to accomplish? We want to be in a better financial position where we literally can say, you know, before I came to Crystal Clear Finances, I was losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily. I didn't realize that by taking certain financial steps, they actually were sending me backwards. They were delaying what needed to be happening. So I'm now understanding, wait a minute, I'm gonna stop those unnecessary wealth transfers. And don't worry, we'll go over some of them today. And I also wanna make sure while I'm stopping the bleeding, maybe that's a better way to say it, I'm amassing a pool of resources that give me the availability to take risk without realizing or feeling that I'm risking it all. That gives me a pool of resources so I can say there's an opportunity I want it or something has happened that's been an emergency, an unexpected expense, and I have the resources to go ahead and meet that. So that's really what happens with the private reserve strategies, getting you prepared, stopping the bleeding, preparing you to have resources, and then the resources that we're preparing, that pool of resources, well, that should be growing with uninterrupted, tax-free compounding interest. Like, let's maximize it. So everything that we talk about is we're gonna use that strategy and we're gonna use one uh, particular flavor of it or a, a, a sample of it that I like to call collateralization. Yeah, that's just, didn't that just roll off my tongue? But when you collateralize something, you basically, in this situation, you're gonna say, look at this pool of resources I have. Thank you, Lord. You helped me stop the bleeding. Now I've got all the money that's just pooling there. It's growing for me. But you know what? It's growing for me. I'm getting uninterrupted compounding interest. Why would I wanna interrupt it now to go take advantage of an, op uh, an opportunity? But if I have this beautiful pool of money, it's growing for me. What if I collateralize it and tell a bank or tell another organization, hey, see what I have this big pool? I don't wanna touch mine. I'm making so much money on mine that I can afford to take a loan from you. And if I don't pay it back, well, then you can touch this. But if I do pay it back, you can't touch it. 
and you now begin to use other people's money because you have enough money of your own. Think that again. You can use other people's money because you have enough money of your own. And that's why a lot of times people always say, when is the best time to get a loan? Before you need it, right? Because you want to be in a place where you already have the resources that you're not being squeezed by anything. You've set those resources up nice that you can afford to say, hey, I'll use some of your money. It's not set up very nice. I'm going to use mine. So with that being said, that is the definition of the private reserve strategy. Now, what I want to do, I'm going to take a quick 60-second break. When I come back, I want to talk a little bit about some concepts that are in there because a lot of people don't realize that we end up financing everything we buy. You might be like, well, Crystal, some people finance it. I don't finance it. I pay cash for everything. Like I said, when we come back from the break, we're going to prove that people, you finance everything you buy. And I'll explain more in just 60 seconds when we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Life insurance can be used during your lifetime. It's not just about a death benefit. You could have chronic illness riders, long-term healthcare riders, access to cash value, so you could purchase your own cars, finance real estate, save for college, and even use it as tax-free income in retirement. It all depends upon the type of life insurance you put in place. Call Crystal Clear Finances today and let us help you create the policy that's right for you and for your loved ones. Call 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Now, right before the break, I said that we finance everything we buy. And some of you are like, "Mm mm-hmm, I don't think so, Crystal. I've followed you this whole way, but I think you're losing me on this one. Well, don't worry. Let's talk about it. So here's what I'm trying to say is, yes, you do finance everything you buy because you are either paying interest, right? You're paying interest or you're going to pay cash. And now your cash gives up the ability to earn interest. So I'm either going to borrow money from someone and pay them back and give them interest. Okay, here's your 5%. And a lot of times people will say, well, I don't want to borrow any money from someone and have to pay them interest. Why? Because the cash they have right now isn't earning anything. But what if your cash was earning 10%? Well, then would you want to borrow at 5% and keep your cash here? Mm Mm-hmm. So what we have to understand is, and I do, I understand why people say, no, I just want to pay cash for everything. That would make sense if your cash wasn't earning anything. But if you begin working with a strategy and working with qualified, certified financial planners, and you can find ways that your money can be earning significantly for you, then it's a matter of saying, huh, My own money growing at 5% uninterrupted, tax-free, compounding interest, or I can pay you 4% simple interest over there, and you begin to run the numbers. But either way, you're financing everything you buy. Make sense? All right, hopefully I'm not going to beat that one to death, but it's important because as we talk about this private reserve strategy, What was one of the first things in the first sentence I talked about is we have to stop those unnecessary wealth transfers. So if I think and believe, oh, I got to pay cash for everything, I'm literally 
transferring my wealth away to somebody else. Oh, I didn't pay interest, but you didn't earn interest anyways. And that's why when working together, we want to take a look at that. Don't be so quick to put that little badge, that little pin on this is I pay cash for everything. But if in holding on to that cash, you can make it work as hard as you do, is that wiser for you? And again, we need to look at your situation, but there are a lot of negative wealth transfer where the money's going away from you, where you could pull that money back in and begin to actually make it work for you. We can look at ways we can collateralize it, a lot of different steps involved, but once you get the hang of it, it's a very easy process. And I think that's it, just as I said it, once you get the hang of it. It's like riding a bike. At first, oh my goodness, how many people had scraped knees? Well, when it comes to finances, oh, God forbid. Literally, if we scrape our knees on finances, we're so afraid sometimes that we're going to make a financial mistake that will ruin us forever that we do nothing or we keep making the other mistakes that are wrong because they hurt less. And it's only that they hurt less is because you don't understand, many people may not understand the long-term impact. And when they finally see over a course of their life what those negative wealth transfers did, then all of a sudden they're like, oh, that wasn't the right move. And by then, by then it's too late. Then they realize, oh, my ladder's been up against the wrong wall and yay, I made it to the top, but wrong wall. Now they've got to see what they can do to fix to go through their retirement. So some transfers that we have in life are avoidable and some transfers aren't. So let's talk about this because I've talked about those negative wealth transfers. Negative wealth transfers would be like how you're funding your college for your kids. A lot of people were trained. I know even before I got uh, went through the certified financial planning designation, trained, oh, you grow up and you get a 529 plan for your kids and that's the only place you put it and you put accounts for your kids and it will teach responsibility. Like they have this whole jargon and what they're going to teach you. And I'm not saying 529 plans are 100% wrong. I'm just thinking, are they the most efficient? And maybe that's a good way to look at this when we talk together. It's not right or wrong. It's, are we doing things the most efficient way? You know, I, I want to say kudos the facts that you are moving forward with your finances. A lot of people, a lot of people aren't. They're just putting their head in their sand and saying, I don't know what's going to happen, but someday I'll retire and I'll have money. And I'm, I'm not quite sure it might work that way. But those of us who are trying, let's now, the next phase would be, let's look for more efficient ways. There are more efficient ways, I believe, to save for retirement, to save for college, than just taking the kids' funds and putting it in a 529 plan in which sometimes you don't have the option of being able to choose what funds they're in. So there's a lot of rules and regulations in regards to that. And we want to see what are they going to count against the child when it comes to applying for FAFSA. So that's an area where wealth transfers go. Another area, qualified plans. You know, a lot of times what we're going to do is we're going to put everything that we can into our 401ks, our 403bs, our simples, our SEPs, right? Because what's what we're trained to do. But we want to look at it and say, is this the most efficient way? to put your money someplace that they lock you out of it until age 59 and a half or till you retire, and that your choices are stock market, stock market, or stock market. Which funds would you like so you can be diversified? Now, to be fair, and because my compliance department watches every video that I do, to be fair, there can be some 
retirement plans that have life insurance. Okay, that is a different option. Some of them might have real estate in it. So there are diversification, but many people will not understand that and they'll just diversify between different stock markets. Same bucket, same stock market. So we wanna be aware of that, how that all plays together. We also wanna be aware when we're looking at these wealth transfer money that's going out, when we're looking at our 401k, are we setting ourselves up for a greater tax burden in retirement when we have no job to bring in extra income and when we're tired and when we're older? These are things we want to really start looking at. Now, another area would be mortgage. So I'm looking at it, six key areas when it comes to wealth transfers. I said the first one, college funding, the second one is qualified plans. That's your retirement plans usually at work. And then the third one is mortgage. We have been trained to pay off our mortgage early, right? But think about this. If you are one of the lucky ones that has a mortgage right now below 3%, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's your birthday. That's a wonderful thing, right? But then why are we saying, I'm gonna take this money and I'm gonna quick pay that off so that I don't have to pay anyone interest? Okay, but let's also consider, like I said in the very beginning of this program, if you can make more money with your money than the interest that you are paying, is it more efficient to pay it off? Or is it more efficient to say, no, I'm gonna grow my money where I have liquidity, which means I can touch it, I can sell it, I can buy it, I'm not restricted. I have control, which means yes, you, you can control your money. And you that's what liquidity, use and control of your money rather than putting it someplace where you have no liquidity, no use, or you can if you wanna take a loan, and limited control. So these are things we wanna look at. So first one, college funding, money going out, could be done more efficiently. Qualified plans, I believe there are more efficient ways, whether we talk about Roths or different other avenues. We talked about the fact that there's mortgages. Now, another area where wealth transfers happen, and this one may be an area where we can't eliminate, and that is with protection. All right, if I want to drive my car down the road, I have to have car insurance. Now, the degree of what I have in car insurance, that can change. Do I have PIP where I know that PIP, personal income protection, where if I get hurt getting out of my car, I literally can go to my car insurance company and say, hey, I fell. You know, how does my PIP work? Do I have that deductible? You can make uh, car insurance as high deductible or low. There's so much you can do, but there's car insurance, there's house homeowners insurance, there's disability insurance, there's health insurance. These are expenses, but these are kind of ones that we can't alleviate, right? We can't make them go away, but we they help us mitigate the risk. So to me, I feel comfortable. I don't like paying my car insurance bill, but I feel comfortable driving my car because to me, I have the insurance. So understand there's some protection that will be wealth transfer. They will take money away from you. Your car insurance, your disability insurance, your long-term healthcare insurance, your life insurance. Hey, what you have to pay for wills, healthcare proxy, power of attorney, what if you do an irrevocable living trust so that they can do some planning in there? Or what about a living trust? All these things pull money out of your resources, but if we can prove that the amount of money that it's pulling from your resources helps to mitigate a larger amount that you could lose, to me, doesn't that make sense? That gives you the ability to slow down that wealth transfer. And I think that's a really great point to, to make. 
is out of these six areas we're talking about, there is some risk we can't get rid of. We can help mitigate it, we can help lower it, we can customize it, but we have to be aware. So don't be afraid. Don't be, a, a, be afraid to pay for insurances that will actually protect you. You know, a lot of times people, they're, what do they say, a, a penny wise and a pound foolish? We wanna make sure we have the right things in place. I feel better like every year when I'm looking at what my house is, I actually sit down once a year with my uh, insurance representative, I almost gave the name of the company, uh, sit down with my representative and say, hey, what is the value of my home? Am I properly insured? What about my car? What if there was an accident? An umbrella policy, what if somebody sues me? Do I have enough umbrella policy to make sure I'm okay? These are wise ways you can use your money. Yes, it's a wealth transfer. And then the last two areas, we wanna talk about taxes. That is such a wealth transfer. Can we just all have, I was gonna say a moment of silence, but let's not. Taxes are one of those necessary evils, it feels like. But how do we make sure that we pay the least amount possible? I'm not talking about crossing that line. I will pay to the government what I have to pay for them, but I am not doing a penny more. I don't want a bridge named after me. I just wanna make sure I've done what I'm supposed to do legally to them and before God. And we wanna make sure that we plan our taxes accordingly. You know, it was so interesting this just this past year I was we were we were doing our tax planning and we looked to see what tax credits were out there. And we said, "Hey, if we put solar on our house and we get enough solar on our house that it can totally run our house that we if we wanted to could could get off the grid, which is always a cool concept." But we knew we could also get these tax credits by doing the solar. And then we said, "Well, gee, if we're gonna do that, what about the batteries? And they were, this company was so good, they said, whoa, 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 next year, next year they're gonna have higher tax credits on the batteries. So do the solar panels this year, then the next year you do the, the batteries. And why do I say this? Because if we do the proper planning, if we begin to see, wait a minute, there are some things I can eliminate that wealth transfer. Okay, I'm paying for my kids' college differently. I'm paying off my house differently. I'm paying for my retirement and planning for it differently. The insurance, I gotta pay for that. What's the most efficient way to do that? Well, the same thing is with the taxes. And I think if we begin to learn, listen, there's tax-free, there is taxable, and then there's tax deferred. And if just saying those words, if you aren't able to say, yep, tax deferred, she's talking about a 401k, an IRA, she's talking about a simple, a SEP, that's what she's talking about. And when I say taxable, you should be saying, oh, you mean like my CD, when I go to the bank and then I put the money in that, or now they can come to our offices at Crystal Clear Finances and we can do CDs, but regardless, the point is if it's in a taxable account, Okay, well, I'm not paying tax on what I put the money in it. I'm paying tax just on what the growth is. And then the tax advantage or the tax-free one would be like your Roth or cash value used properly in a life insurance. So you should be able to say, hmm, if I'm not, if I don't want wealth transfers, I should know taxable, tax-deferred, and tax advantage. Those should just roll off your lips knowing how are you positioned each one. Fortunately, what I find is many people are just in the tax 
deferred one. Okay, I'm going to defer my taxes. It's not tax advantage, it's tax deferred. And so when they get to retirement, there's an issue there that they have to deal with. Last area, and then I'm realizing, yep, we are at the end of our program together, but I'm going to encourage you, come on back next week. We are going to continue to hammer on this private reserve strategy to put tools in your hands so that you can say, okay, not only am I ready for a transfer of wealth to head my way, I'm ready to cultivate what I have right now. And the last area, just real quickly, are called major capital purchases. And what is a major capital purchase? Anything that you cannot pay in full in one month's income. So if you can pay for your car with just one month's income, well then that would not be a major capital purchase to you. You would also be someone who's rare because most people, they cannot pay for their entire brand new car with one month's salary. So what we want to look at is things that cost us more than one month's of income, those major capital purchases, the roof, all the different components, new septic, new well, how do we handle that properly so we limit the amount of wealth transfer that's going out? That's all included in the private, reser reser private reserve strategy because the whole purpose is to have that pool of money so you can pull it out and meet that. Well, I'm looking at the clock realizing we are out of time. So I wanna encourage you to give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Let's schedule a free initial consultation. When you call, when you speak to Luciana, say, hey, I'm calling about the private reserve strategy. I want to sit down with Crystal or I want to sit down with George V and figure out if this is right for me. So our number 518-433-7181 and then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and Alpha Star are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.